Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We are your hosts, Stephen and Kyle, and we are back in the studio today after taking some time off. Last weekend, or the last time we were supposed to record, we went to the Kansas City Spirit and Paranormal Convention, and it was absolutely awesome. It was a lot more than we expected. It was a phenomenal experience. So it was. Instead of um, doing a listener encounter today, we're just going to kind of do our own little encounter from the uh, convention. But before we do that, oh, and after that, after we talk about the convention, I've got another little UK cryptid that I'm going to throw out there on the heels of Sam the Sandown Clown. For that, we're going to do some podcast house cleaning here and check us out at all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. If you have a paranormal experience you'd like for us to go over and share in a future episode, Kyle's got all the deets. You can call the Holophone, which is going to be 1618-556-0837. You can text it. You can call it, leave a voicemail. Uh, we can set up interviews that way. You can write your story out. You can record yourself with your smartphone smartphone, and email those to holosguypodcast at gmail.com. You can... Send uh, little blurbs of your story on social media. Like I, well, I state, and I, it's a future plan that I'm going to start kind of trying to set up some type of log system for Patreon interviews that I can possibly do throughout the week if I have time. So if you're interested in that, you know, the main thing I mess around on is either Discord or Instagram. So you can hit me up. And remember, it'll be for Patreon. So, if you're willing to help, awesome. Get a hold of me. Hell yeah. Um, recently, we just uh, were guests on the show, My Family Thinks I'm Crazy. Uh, the host, Mark, excellent dude. I stated in... Speak of the devil. Uh-oh. Somebody's calling the holophone. Dang. To leave a sick-ass voicemail. Sick. Sick. But yes, uh, Mark had us on a show, excellent host. Totally yeah. awesome. We talked some egress and some weird shit. So definitely check check him and his show out. Super cool dude. Uh, if you're looking for ways to support the show, tons of ways to do it. First way, share us everywhere. Everywhere you see a social media, word of mouth, send out letters, smoke signals, whatever you need to do to get the the Hollow Sky word out there. We have a Patreon, like Kyle was talking about. If that's something you're interested in, uh, check out some of the tiers and see if there's something you want to sign up for for some extra content and some goodies. Uh, Big shout out to all the people who are supporting us on the Patreon. We love you guys. Very much. We love everybody, but they, they're they helping us out and putting putting new instruments and all kinds of shit in our hands and in yeah. our repertoire, which is which is awesome. We couldn't couldn't do it without any of you. Uh, we have a Venmo, or if you'd like to throw a little bit of pocket change in there for a monster, that'd be cool. We appreciate you. Um, and wherever you listen to podcasts at, hop over there and leave us a rating and review. And if I find it, which is usually on iTunes or Apple, I'll gladly shout you out. But I did find uh, all the reviews left on the pod chaser. So I'm going through them for right now. Today's five-star rating and review comes to us from our friend strange one, strange one, five stars. They say, love these guys. Always look forward to listening to this podcast. If you want some epic commentary and cryptid creature conversation, then you have found the best place for it. Also leave some room for any other creepy you can think of. I, I love it. So awesome. awesome. Strange one, five stars. Thank you so much for taking the time to leave those kind words for us. Appreciate it, you a lot. It's it's excellent. You, we have the best listeners out there, hands down. 
I can't state it enough. So we appreciate you very much. Very, very much. So magically whisking ourselves back to Independence, Missouri, where we were guests at the Kansas City Spirit and Paranormal Convention. It was awesome. It was a lot more than uh, I personally anticipated. Uh, It was kind of cool because Steve pointed it out. We were definitely the sticking out like a sore thumb type of (laughs) individuals. Like April had never seen us before, I don't think. And as soon as we were walking in, she's like, you got got the Hall Sky guys? She knew. Yeah, she knew instantly. She's like, look at these bumpkins. (laughs) You know, right out of the gate there, April and Ed, awesome people fantastic like super nice they treated us like family nicest people i've met in a long time yeah they treated us like family yeah like it wasn't i can't even describe the atmosphere just had an energy about it uh from day from the minute we walked in there it just it just felt some sort of way like yeah like it 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 just got inside you and like you you were just so excited to be a part of what was going on there and I think April said there was 84 vendors this year. And there was probably like five paranormal vendors. Yeah. And the rest was all the spiritual and metaphysical world, which was, it was all new to us. And it was just it was so awesome. awesome. And I can't stress enough how much them trying to bridge that gap between those two worlds is of utmost importance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, For sure. I've, I feel like those two, those, the metaphysical, spiritual, and the paranormal, they almost need to be hand in hand because... Well, not only that, it, like it was just so fascinating and so, uh, like my personal experience, and Steve can uh, attest to it, like it was a very uplifting experience. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, it 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 moved Kyle some some sort of way, man. One hundred percent. It was it was wild. Like, if he like, if he decides to talk about it a little bit, he doesn't have to go into any details. But just the way everything played out was just so. Yeah, I did. I did. I. It was funny you say it, like because I on one of my Patreon episodes, I went through the experience and then I just deleted it. Oh yeah, because I wasn't satisfied with like the way I presented it, and then on top of that, like it's. It, it probably never do it any uh, justice. No, and it, it it's a, it's a personal like it's personal. Like yeah. it really is. And Steve Steve witnessed it. April, Ed, and Kenneth, like they saw how hard it hit me, and just again, it was all of of a positive context too. Like there was it was no negativity behind it at all. It was and uh, <laughs> so it, it was just it was special, man. Like the whole the whole trip was special. Uh, like Steve said, there was this energy that was there that I've never felt before. And it really was like Ed, Ed had kind of like mentioned it, but it didn't really weigh on me. Like it was, it actually, I think it borderline did overwhelm me because I just, the way certain things hit me, it's not exactly normal. Like after, after we had talked, we did our speech, like, Usually situations like that don't get to me as much as they did, but it did. And after leaving the convention, like we simmered back down a little bit and I'm like, well, I wonder if that had something to do with it because there was so much there that we weren't used to. And maybe it just had 
more or less barrage my senses. Yeah, you kind of you kind of like like it take puts you in a different mindset being around everybody and and everybody with different beliefs and like it's just it was it just felt like positive. I yeah, there's like for lack of a better term, like I'm. It just, it just like when I left, I got, I was bummed out that I didn't get to hang out with everybody the next day. You know yeah, what I mean? and like, like it the felt one... some weird type of way. Yeah, because I remember driving into work that Monday, and I'm like, man, my soul is disintegrating. <laughs> yeah, and it, <laughs> I'm just like, it was just so cool walking around and talking to everybody. Uh, we yep. sat right next to uh, Carter Bouchard, who's the who is a prominent Bigfoot researcher. He's been on Sasquatch uh, Chronicles and all all sorts of stuff. But he he came right up to us like we were old friends and just we just started talking Bigfoot and it was like off to the races from that point. Yeah. Which was so cool to pick his brain. I shared some um, pictures and some audio that you guys have sent to us uh, local to our area here around Jersey County. And he got to look at those and... Uh, he gave us both copies of his book. Yeah, freaking awesome. I man. sat in and got to listen to his uh, his hour presentation while Kyle held down the fort, and that was cool as fuck. If you if you haven't, definitely pick up his books. Um, I'm sure he has a website. I don't have his card on me right now, but maybe we can post them in the show notes. Go the the trail cam pictures and shit, and his books are off the chart. Yeah, fucking crazy. Yeah, crazy shit. Like there's one, there's one of a hand that was just caught on this trail cam photo, and it. I'm like, um, Kyle, what does that hand look like? Yeah, like that's what I told him. I said, if you were to remove all context from this picture and just say, show look me that picture, picture and go, and yeah, go look at this picture and tell me what you see. I was like, I would literally go the hand of a primate. <laughs> it's so weird. Like a hundred percent without question. I fucking love it. A primate. Yeah. It makes me want to go hunt Bigfoot. It's so crazy. Search for but, Bigfoot, not hunt him. Like legitimately hunt him, but I yeah. find him. You were talking about like the people there and stuff, and like the the one word that comes to mind for me is just like like I was just thinking, and I was like, they were all beautiful people, like just fantastic. I, I could I can't get over how nice everyone was. Oh yeah, it was it was it was phenomenal. Yeah, um, and then we got to meet Kenneth. Oh like, yeah, that we was did. a fucking pleasure. We had people. We had a couple people drive hours just to come and hang out with us. Yeah, it's crazy, man. There was one guy. I wish I wish I would have got his name, but he. <laughs> it was so funny because he was so nervous. He was there with his buddy, and he's like, his buddy comes over. He's like, I had to like drag him over here to talk to you guys. We drove <laughs> we drove like five hours. To come, and he wanted to meet you, and then he was too nervous to come over. So he finally came over, and he was wearing one of our shirts, the Wendigo shirt. And I was like, bro, I know that shirt. And he's like, I bought this one and the Mothman one. <laughs> I'm like, that's pretty sick, bro. Yeah. But you could tell he was nervous. And I'm like, man, it's it's first off, it's nothing to be nervous about. Me and Kyle are just dudes. Like, we're just, yeah. we're just regular dudes. But I'm like, if it makes you feel any better... Me and Kyle had to sit in his Jeep for like 40 minutes hyping ourselves up to even go in because we yeah, were sitting out nervous, there. man. And our nervousness would feed off of each other and yeah. just make us worse. Yeah. And it, but he was super cool kid. Yeah. I, um, 
he says he's in the Discord. I hope he makes himself known, but he he was awesome. A funny, funny story. He said, I was up in Hannibal on the Lover's Leap, and I saw a QR code that said, have you seen anything strange on this sticker on Lover's Leap? And he's like, and I scanned it, and that's how I found you guys' show. And I'm like, that's crazy, because I'm pretty sure I put it there. That's awesome. <laughs> it's good, good Super promo. Super awesome, man. But yeah, man, meeting him, meeting Kenneth. Kenneth was awesome. I love getting to hang out with him. It's so cool to like... You know, a person online, you get their online personality, but meeting them in person is just so much different. Yeah. He's such a solid dude. You knew it was him right off the rip yep. because like Kyle said, Kenneth walked through the doors, saw us and beelined over there. Yeah. And he had a big smile on his yeah. face and like, and it was cool. Like he bought us the- Witch's glass. The witch's glass. Yeah, which, which was, was so awesome. fucking cool. Like he's like, I got these for you guys. And I'm like, that's fucking- like that, like that is more than I could ever expect. Not only did you drive down here to hang out and obviously take part in in some of the things going on here, but super, you cool. got us something and we got to hang out and he was super fucking chill. Like I, I want to hang out with Kenneth again. Yeah, it was like it was like hanging out with an old friend. Yeah, it was, it was super it was easy to talk to. I don't Hung know, out in the parking so lot. So pleasurable. Um, we met. Uh, what was the name of that cat? Joel. Because I would... Jesus Joel. Oh, yeah. Super cool guy. Dude just just happened to hear about the convention, wandered in. He came over and talked to us. And it was just, like he, he too, was just like, just like an old friend. Like yeah, we, it was, we it was hung awesome. hung out in the parking lot and talked with him for a long time. Um, as we were... We kind of took breaks from our table and walked around because we wanted to kind of experience everything. Uh, we had a woman who was set up at a table on the other side of the uh, convention hall. As we were walking by, she just reached out to us, just, just hey, how you guys doing? You know, just, just uh, like, again, like everybody that, that you met there was like you already knew them. It was, it was wild. Just a whole breath of fresh air. But she was a, uh, a handwriting analysis specialist. She worked for law enforcement. She worked for attorneys. And her name was Sandra. And... She got us to do handwriting analysis, which was fucking so awesome. It was cool. Kyle wanted to do it right off the rip, and I, I, I'm still like super reserved when it comes to that kind of shit. Like I told Kyle, I'm like, I spend all my fucking time suppressing my emotions anyway. The last thing I need is like <laughs> a stranger digging them out of me. But after she started doing Kyle's handwriting analysis, I'm like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna do it too. And she started hitting shit right off the rip, man. I'm like, well, it, it was, was funny. Wild. It was funny because. Like, like I, I didn't know what to expect going into it. And like Steve said, I sat down first and she's like, write something, write anything. So I write some stuff and she starts kind of like plugging in a direction. And I just was like, no. I know Kyle was fucking stone faced. I know that's what Steve said. Like I had like, no emotion. Kind of, I was looking at him like, Kyle, you're kind of being a fucking dick, bro. Like, and, <laughs> and I was in, I just didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what was going on. I was, it was like, I was intensely paying attention and then, and then once she, she started analyzing it and she misread and, but then she started like pegging, pegging things <laughs> and she, you know, she was just, and I could see Steve smile out of the corner of his eye. Like, yep, that's him dead on. Like I was 100%. trying not to, cause I didn't want to give her like any like extra information, secret information she wasn't supposed to know. But once she started like deadhead and Kyle. Yeah. I mean, I to a T. You know, it she's like, me she's like, you, you have ability of self-sabotage, you're hard on yourself, you, 
You'll never ask for help. I said, that's the fucking truth. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it, it was it was, it was, was crazy. And it was funny. Like, one of the, my most profound moments with her, which she was like, all right, listen, I'm going to show you how to correct this. I know you're not going to do this, <laughs> but I'm going to show Crack you anyways. And I just started laughing. I was like, yeah, you're right. I'm not going to do that. But, <laughs> like, I appreciate the honesty and the the humor behind it. And then Steve sat down and dude, she just started smoking his ass. I'm like, what is this first? Like, cause she had me write down some stuff and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to copy what her pamphlet says. That way she can't pull anything from the words that I write down. Psych. So I just <laughs> write down. She's like, well, first off, She's like, you either have a bad lower back or your back's out of place. And she's like, it affects you so much that it gives you migraines. And I'm like, what in the hell is this woman getting from me? Yep. Because I all I talked about all weekend was like, I'm like, God damn, my head hurts so bad, Kyle. Yeah. And I do. I fucked my back up working for Pepsi and it's been an ongoing issue forever. And nails that right off the rip. And I'm like, well, that's, that's yep. pretty spot on. And she goes on about like... How I just like fall into this level of contentment. I, I don't really push forward <laughs> on anything, and which is spot on. Oh yeah, just, 100%. I just go with the flow. You know, hundred like, percent. You don't. You can't fail if you don't try, baby. Yeah, yep. that's exactly right. And, and that, and she even brought it back to me because she's like, in your writing, she's like, you're the one that more or less sees the light at the end of the tunnel. And Steve just ignores the light at the end of the stuff at yeah. the tunnel. Like, I'm like Kyle, that, that Kyle sees the opportunity, and Steve's like, "He's afraid." I see it, but I also realize that life is gonna shit on that. <laughs> she's like, "So you need to just." She looked at me, and she's like, "You need to just like you know fly and give him the inspiration to follow you." <laughs> and I was like, "I can do that." And what else is she at? Oh, uh, so um, at first I'm like. I should have questioned her on everything because she was hitting stuff. Like a lot of people don't know this about me, but I like, I, I like to write, um, like fiction in my spare time, like horror fiction. And I don't do it very often cause I feel like I'm shitty at it. And I post it anonymously on Reddit and I just let people either love it or tear it apart. So yeah, you were borderline viral that one time. Yeah. Though. Yeah. It, somebody posted something I wrote on TikTok and it took the fuck off. It had like 3 million fucking likes and 30 million views and shit. But anyway, nobody knows I do it. I don't tell anybody because like I'm my worst critic. So I'll just post it and walk away. That's why I didn't know it went viral. Cause I'll just post it. Not look at it anymore. I'm like, fuck it. Just throw it out there. <laughs> throw it in the ether. Let it do its thing. And she's like, she's like, you like to write. She's like, and you're good at it, but you don't do it a lot. And I'm like, all right, well, that's that's kind of true. She's like, you need to do it. You need to do it more. And I'm like, well, okay. Well, maybe we want to do this full time. We can start a fictional podcast. <laughs> and I should have asked her, like, how the fuck did you know that? But I, at that point, I was so blown away by the fact that she knew that my back was fucked up that well, I didn't you, even get to ask you her. You did ask her about how she knew your back yeah, was fucked I up. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So I went, I went after that one. I'm like, how did you know that my back was screwed up? She's like, this is the way you write your W's. And I'm like, what? What? And then she pointed out, she's like, yeah. She's like, whenever I see this, it usually boils down to two things. Either you're sitting there with your legs crossed, which I'm sure you're not because just your stature and everything. She's like, or your your back's fucked up. And I'm like, get out of here. It's weird, man. And she's been doing that for, I think she said over 20 years. Yeah. And she said, if you look her up, her website is super conservative because that's her business. She makes her money doing it for um, uh, the legal side, legality. And, right. And... Law enforcement and stuff. She's like, but once she got into it, she started like 
feeling the spiritual side of it and make connecting the dots and stuff. And she just kind of took off from there started doing conventions and whatnot. Oh, and she's was, a sweet lady. Oh my yeah. Lord. Yeah. She was wonderful. Like, like I told Steve, I was like, you know, you look at two guys like us, we don't look hyper approachable. And she went out of her way to approach us that day. And then not to mention, we ran into her the next morning eating breakfast and we talked for a little bit. And then she's like, can I give you guys a hug? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. and she came over to our table. She yeah, to like, to it, was, it was so cool. And then, uh, you know, right after that, which I'll talk about a little bit, but right after that, <laughs> so we are walking around, you know, and I, like I said, I wanted to do the tarot card, and I wanted to do everything because there was the numerology there. Oh yeah, there was, was cool. mediums there. Iridology, there, where they read the iris of your eye, which was Kenneth did that, and that so was, was crazy. crazy. Um, but there was one, you know, there was a lady, it was, the lady was right next to Sandra there. And I was like, man, I, I want to get a tarot card. There were several tarot readers there, but for some reason I, I just wanted to sit down with this one. She was like, she was the one that spoke to me at the time, not like in a literal sense, but I was like, whatever, fuck it. So I sit down like, and I, I felt like such a, a noob. Right, because I I sat down and I, I basically asked. I'm like, so because I don't know what the whole setup's like. I I want to interject there because it was interesting because when Kyle went in to get the handwriting reading, I wasn't going to do it, and I was just going to kind of loom and loom in the background, just hang out, and see what's going on. But she was like, pull up a seat, yada yada yada. But with this tarot tarot reading, I walked over there with Kyle as well, and I was just going to ha- hang out, you know, just kind of stand there and see what it was all about. But I just kept getting this feeling like. Like, this is Kyle's time. You need to you need to let him have this. So I walked away and went and found Kenneth and Ed and just kind of chatted with them while, while you are where you're at now. Right, yeah. And I, like I said, Which I was said, weird that, that it, like, pulled me away. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. And, like, but it pulled, it was like it pulled me in yeah. and then pushed you out. Yeah, like, this is Kyle's time. Which the whole thing is bizarre, really, when you, when you step back because you look at the synchronicity of it all. Uh, I had been looking for protection. We get invited to the the convention, and then I've had all these questions and everything else. And so, anyways, you know, I get pulled in. Stevie's pushed out. I sit down, and I feel like a noob because I'm like, I I don't even know. Like when you think of tarot cards, you think of the old school tarot cards. But she had all these different decks there, and I'm like, you you do tarot card reading? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. And so I sit down, and uh, she's like, ask ask a question. And I'm not kidding any of you. My mind shut off. It was non-existent. And I'm, I'm like, I don't. I, I look at her and I go, I don't have a question. And she's like, you don't have anything you want to ask it about uh, your marriage or, or this or that. And I'm like, no. Like, I can't not think of one question. And she goes, all right, well, let's just see what the cards have to say. So she starts plopping these cards down. Boom, boom. And there were a couple... There was one that I thought about having her elaborate on, but she pulls one that's like, you need to, you need to take more risks in life. She's like, you are the type of person that sees an opportunity, but you usually take the safe road because you're concerned with the ones around you. And I'm like, well, that's dead on. And then she pulls this pillar card and she says, this is old magic. And I'm like, Define old magic. That's sick. Because in my head, I'm thinking like, 
the fuck we talk we talk about ancient rituals and shit like what are we getting into here <laughs> but she's like this this is all familiar to you you've been here before and i'm like okay all right then she continues and then she pulls from a new deck and she pulls the, the very first card out of this new deck and i fucking lose it like i i lose it i start crying because the first the first thing i see on this card it says star brothers and if you've listened to all of our episodes well you know that we talked to charlie from tony's show the Nokian technology guy and he mentions right out of the rip that me and Steve are possibly soul brothers. Well, star brothers and soul brothers is pretty goddamn close. Right. But, and I, I got a little bit ahead of myself. She, which it hits on two different notes. She, before I make the, before the actual reference there with the, the soul brothers, she pulls that star brother card and she looks me dead in the eyes and goes, I just want you to know he's here. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I lose it because I instantly think of, you know, my, my brother who's passed away and then the soul brother connection. And then the fact that you're there, you're legitimately there. So, and then, so I start, I'm, I'm like, I'm holding back my tears and she's like, it's okay. You can cry. I make a lot of people cry. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry. Like I'm, I'm usually not like this, but I do get emotional when, you know, Ernie gets brought up. Uh, and I kind of go into the backstory a little bit with her and keep in mind, I haven't read any more parts of this particular, particular card, but I tell her about the protection and all that shit. And she's like, did you read the card? And I'm like, no. And she like points down and she's like, it literally says protection. And she's like, I want you to know that you're protected on an astral level and here, like you are protected no matter what. And I forget what the other word was. There was some type of energy to it too. But so that card hit hard. She pulled another one that was extremely relevant. And like literally, and Steve knows this, I'm not going to get into it too much, but during our speech, we had a little bit of, I had a little bit of a, for lack of better words, a slightly negative experience. But she, she doesn't know that. And hell, for the most part, she doesn't she doesn't come across as the type to be highly invested in what we would talk about on a normal basis, <clears throat> right? She's a very yeah. spiritual-looking person in the whole nine. So, and I know for a fact there's no way she was in our speech. No, no. So there's no way she would have known, but she pulls this card, and at the top of it, it says you're not for everyone. <laughs> Fucking facts. Right? And then right underneath it, I was like, that's literally something me and Steve would say. And it, it says, embrace your weirdness. <laughs> what are the odds of that? That's what I'm saying, right? Hey, Hollow Cult. The weather's getting nice. And you know what that means? It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tacovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tacovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, 
and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's re- it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. And it just, I forget. Oh, and then the, the other card she pulled out of that deck was, I think it was called Cracked Open. And she's like, you were the person that has been at rock bottom before and you in no way, shape or form want to return there, which, you know, which plays into the deck before because you take things safe instead of trying to take risks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just like, like what in the fuck is going on? And then she pulls the goddess card and she's like, you, Oh, you have love in your life. And I was like, I do. And she's like, I just want you to know she's awesome. And I was like, I fucking appreciate you. And then like I like I did it was almost like I didn't make that decision. Like at that moment, after them cards were laid out and we had our talk, it was like it was almost like I got ejected from her table because I just then stood up. Because she if she I think she would have been the person to let me sit there as long as I needed to sit there. Yeah. Because she told me that she's used to doing hour-long readings. And me and her, I probably sat there for, what, maybe 20 minutes-ish? Yeah. 15, yeah. 20 minutes. But it was almost Longer like... Longer than I thought it was. you were going to be there, honestly. But it was almost like, at that moment, the universe was saying, Kyle, you have your answers. You have what you came here for. It's time for you to get isn't up and walk that, away. And that's so weird. So I get up and I walk over to where Steve and Kenneth and April and Ed are... And I slightly tell them about my experience. And they see how emotional I am. Like, I'm still very emotional. And like I told Kyle from Discord, I'm like, this one experience gave me all the answers I was looking for. I found my peace. Like, it was so fucking special to me. And then the next day, you know, before we left, I stopped by and I thanked her. We we stopped by and we thanked Sandra and her for what they'd done for us. But... Ironically enough, there was a time when I went outside to smoke and my tarot card reader came up to you and started talking to you. Yeah, yeah. And she told Steve that thank, thankfully I was the last person of the evening because she doesn't know if she would have been able to do anybody else because it was so heavy. Yeah, she said it was emotionally draining. And I was just like, that's fucking crazy. Like it was, like I said, like I just... I don't know. Like I realize like you could you could step back, sure. You could step back with the skeptic and she's like, yo, she just hit on things and you read into it and it was what you wanted to hear, you know, versus what 
yeah. actually is being played out. But regardless, was it like- I don't think it was personally. But I will. I would be as bra- brazen to say, even if it was, yes, it was what I needed to hear, what oh, I wanted to hear. I, I am a hundred percent in that camp. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a hundred percent. Like it, it just and like like she said with the old magic, the old pillar. She's like, you've been here, before. like you know, you know what this is, Kyle. And you it, know what this is. You are. You've already been here, and it's, it's like I've I've always known that. Regardless, regardless of the religion, regardless of anything, I know that my fallen brother is at my back regardless. It is It is so weird to me. So it's not even weird. It's just fucking awesome that she hit on things like you've been here before, which is the same thing that essentially Charlie was saying. Yeah. For, for doing it. Or for eternity. To do it forever. And like, like your whole thing, the entire ride up there, we were talking about. You're like, I'm just, I'm just super interested in like, like finding some protection, finding some protection, yeah. finding some protection. Hundred percent. You were putting that out into the ether the entire drive up yeah. there, and then just wham out of nowhere. Hundred percent, man. Like it was, man, it was fucking awesome. It really was. Like I can't, I can't express enough how much that impacted me. It impacted me so much more. Than I ever thought it could have. Yeah, it, got, it just to the point where I wouldn't do it because I'm like, I'm, I know, Steve. I'm not fucking ready. <laughs> no, for that. No, <laughs> no. And like the numerology one sounded so fucking interesting. The astrology one sounded interesting. I almost wish that we would have took that Sunday, just shut our table down and, and took that Sunday it. and just been a spectator. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go, go out and and do all that stuff and watch the speakers and all sorts of yeah. awesome well, stuff. Fortunately, it sounds like they might bring the convention closer to home for us. So that's going to be a yeah, giant yeah. positive. I, I need to get April some information about maybe checking into the, either the St. Charles convention center or the Collinsville convention center to possibly host a paranormal and spiritual convention here close to home. So keep that in mind. That might be something, um, uh, in the process of happening. Um, who else did we meet? Why don't you go ahead and tell her about the voodoo lady? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. As a, as a nice little talking point, we took our, our uh, haunted doll with us, and um, I set her on the table. And we had a couple people inquire about her and whatnot, and I told, I told the story behind her, what Emily had told me, and what uh, Emily felt when she picked up the doll and what went on <clears throat> at her home and whatnot before she brought the doll to us. So it had been brought up a couple times and a couple people had said, yeah, like I'm getting, I'm getting some weird vibes from her. Like she's giving me a pain in the head and all sorts of stuff. And I was sitting directly next to this doll the entire time. And like I mentioned before, I had a migraine almost the whole fucking oh, weekend. Yeah, literally. There were, there were uh, sound healers there and they had gongs and stuff. And every time this dude hit this gong, I felt like it was tearing my brain in half. Like it was trying to pull my soul out through my <laughs> the center of my fucking forehead. Like just every time I'm like, Kyle, man, I cannot handle this. But anyway, I, um, we're sitting there and it was Sunday, right? Yeah. yeah. Last day. Yep. Last day. And this, this woman just beelines across the convention center. And when I say this woman has an aura about her, I cannot, 
No, we she was mentioned awesome. that enough. Like she was she, awesome. Super cool. Yeah. She's got like dreadlocks and all all sorts of awesome like tattoos and all kinds of shit. Like she was just so dope. Her name's Julie. And she was so awesome. She comes up and she's like, This this doll you have here, you need to tell me about this. And I'm like, Yeah, really? I'm like, what 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 are you picking up? And she's like, she's got some energy behind her. She's got some some heavy, heavy energy attached to her. And I was like, you don't say. And she's like, you don't feel it? You're sitting right next to her. And I'm like, well, I have had a headache. And she's like, yeah, yeah, you have. And I'm like, <laughs> she's like, you need to put some space between you and her. And you need to put something, some sort of barrier between you two because there's not a lot of good energy going on there. I'm like, oh, great. Yep. I brought this doll to the convention where it's just soaking up spiritual energy the whole time. And probably get more and more powerful. And Julie confirmed that. <laughs> yeah. And she went on. She's like, she's like, uh, she's a practitioner of uh, of voodoo. She's looked into it a little bit and studied it. And um, she also houses haunted dolls, which is awesome. <laughs> and she was so drawn to this doll. She's like, it has a very intense attachment to it. She's like, and she's like, first thing I'm going to tell you, is the case you have it in doing nothing. She's like, you can look into it. You can see through the cracks. It's not doing a thing to house whatever energies in this, in this doll. She's like, you need to get a glass dome, cover her completely, seal it with wax. That way you, whatever she's, whatever's in there stays in there. She's like the, whatever's attached itself to it, um, will not be taken from this doll. She's like, the attachment is so heavy. She's like, I don't think there's not anything you can do to, to, uh, disconnected from this from this doll and I'm like alright well that's heavy she's like I'm just so she's like I love her she's like I want to take her out of there I want to hold her she's like if you want to get rid of her she's like I will gladly take her off of your hands and I'm like well I didn't really come here for that you know I'm not I didn't really want to want to get rid of her I was just looking for people to see if they felt anything because I've had her at the house now for probably six months <clears throat> and nothing really weird has happened one time we came in and all of the uh, levels on the mixer were moved, which is weird because I don't fuck, especially at that point, I didn't fuck with a mixer. Yeah. I didn't know anything about it. It's our it's our most important piece of equipment, so I do not touch it. That's Kyle, Kyle took the time, look it up, study it, figure out how to use it. I'm like, that's Kyle's deal. He comes in, sets it up, ready to rock and roll. I keep the podcast room locked up, so nobody comes in here but me. Kyle comes in, we get ready to set up to record, and all of the knobs have been moved. And I'm like, well, that's fucking weird. But I'm like, whatever. Maybe she's trying to record her own podcast. It's fine. Um, but anyway, back to Julie. She's talking about how much energy this doll has. She's like, well, I've brought a doll of my own at my table, and we'll have to meet up. She's like, I want them to meet one another just to see see what happens. <clears throat> and I'm like, all right, this is fucking wild. You know, this is wild. Because yeah. she's talking about the energy and it being it being heavy and it being negative and all this other stuff. And um, a side note, the gong goes off again and she goes, I don't know how you guys can sit here and have, have this, this uh, sound, the sound energy barraging you all the time. And she's like, does that bother you? And Kyle's like, it's, it's not really too, like, it's, it's not really affecting me too much. And I'm like, man, it is about to crack my head in half. And she's like, same for me, but I'm full of a lot of dark energy. And I'm like, Awesome. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. 
can confirm. But she goes about her business, and then it wasn't too long. She, here she comes right back. She's yep. like, I have to see her again. So she comes over, and she's she's hanging out with the doll and talking about it. And she's like, I just cannot get over how much energy is being put forth out of this doll. And she's looking at it, and about that time, um, her husband comes over, and he's got some um, uh, equipment on his phone where it reads... Uh, EMF. Yeah, EMF, EMF reader on his phone. And he starts putting it on in the case of the doll. It's nothing, nothing. As soon as it gets in front of the doll, that thing fucking red lines just bam. And I'm like, oh, sick. Sick. We got a haunted doll. So he pulls it away from the doll and it's nothing. He, he waves it over me and it's nothing. Back to the doll, bam, red lines, 100%. And I'm like, what in the fuck? So he's going about it and going about it. And he walks around to the back of our table and is looking at the back of the doll. And he's like, Julie, have you, did you look at the back of her? And like, there's nothing really significant about her. Like she's missing a little bit of hair and shit, but nothing like that screams off the page creepy. So Julie goes back there and she's like, yeah, she's missing a couple tufts of her hair. And she goes, oh, wow. And she goes, uh, I'll be back and I'm going to bring you some holy water. And I'm like, what in the fuck am I supposed to do with that information? What am I supposed to do with that? Like, she didn't say anything else. No context. No nothing. Just I'll be back and I'm bringing you some holy water. And I'm like, oh, sick. Cool. Sick. So we go about our business and as we're getting ready to leave, we go back to Julie's table. She again asks, she's like, one more time. She's like, I just have to ask before you guys walk out of here with her. She's like, if you don't want her, she's like, I will take her. Please, like, if, if it comes to the point where you can't handle her. Oh, and she has, she had all this other information too. I just, I'm going to double back. She's like, do not keep her anywhere where you sleep or where you eat. Do not feed her. She says, do not make any sort of uh, deals with her, any sort of compromises with her. She's like, because the more that you, how do I put it? Not necessarily acknowledge what's going on, but the more that you. Like uh, almost invest in her. Yeah, invest in her, the more powerful she gets. She said she is a troublemaker. She, she will like to fuck shit up if she can. Because she, as she was sitting here telling us all this stuff, she's like, she just keeps telling me, like, she just keeps sending out all this negative energy, like, shut the fuck up, Julie, shut the fuck up, Julie, don't tell them this, don't tell them this, the less they know, the better, like, keep <laughs> shooting it out there. And I'm like, what in the hell? Because we keep her here in the podcast room, and hell, when I'm doing research, I'm sitting here eating chips and all kinds of shit, yeah. just fucking going about it. We'd crack our monsters open yeah. in here. And she's like, do not make any kind of compromises with her. She's like... <clears throat> She's like, she is, she, it is a heavy negative energy and it wants to cause chaos. She's like, it wants to fuck shit up is what she said. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty sick. It's awesome. Pretty fucking sick. And, um, so, uh, they offer up some, she gives us holy water. She gives us Florida water. She's like, spray yourself with some Florida water before, if if you're feeling any kind of negative negativity, she's like, it'll, ca it, that should help repel any kind of negative attachments that you, you might have. Uh, Ed came up and got us some uh, black tourmaline. Yeah. And that is supposed to uh, also keep any negative spirits, like kind of encase it to where it needs, where, where it's at. So it doesn't, doesn't get out. Um, 
Julie also said, she's like, if it gets too heavy, if she starts acting up, um, put a copy of the Lord's Prayer underneath your container and put a crucifix on 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 the top. She's like, I, ha- I was Christian for a while. She's like, I left the faith. I am a pra- practicing witch and I have been for a long time. She's like, I came back to the Christian faith. She's like, I've studied uh, voodoo. And she's like, the Lord's Prayer is one of the most powerful spells out there. Doesn't matter your your religion, doesn't matter what you believe. She's like hands down. It is one of the most powerful spells out there, regardless of what regardless of where where your faith is. She's like it is it is 100% a banger. Like it will keep her at bay. So I'm like, "All right, noted." As we're going to walk out, uh the t- she brings her doll out to meet it, to meet our doll. And it was so crazy cuz I'm sitting there and the the container we got her in is like a little lantern and it's got a handle on the top of it. And I'm standing there holding her and she brings her doll to it. And at the same time, her husband has the, the EMF reader and it goes to our doll and it's like a hundred percent pegged off the charts. It goes to her doll. It's like 25%. Our doll, hundred percent pegged. Yeah. And it almost felt like, it almost felt like our doll was trying to get to her doll. I don't know why. I don't know what it wanted to do, but there was some sort of pull there, and I didn't. I didn't make note of, or I didn't like play it off. I didn't. I didn't try to think about it. But Julie's like, a- after I'm sitting there thinking that in my head, she's like, "Do you feel that?" She's like, "It's almost like they're trying to be pulled toward one another." There's some. There's some weird magnetic shit going on there, isn't it? right? It's like I'm not the only one feeling it because her doll wasn't in a case. She was just holding it, and I'm like, "Kyle this is so fucking weird." And Kyle's sitting there, and he's like, "Bro, I shit you not." I, I didn't say this in front of Julie. <laughs> no, this was after the fact. He's like, I'm not even fucking kidding you. But it looked like the bottom of our case was being pulled toward her. I her swear dog. on everything, I saw it. <laughs> like, it, like I didn't, I didn't even say nothing to Steve. Steve kind of brought it up, and I was like, I wasn't gonna say a whole lot about this, but you mentioned kind of like that feeling. But I swear, I saw the bottom of the case start to go toward that doll. It, like straight up, no jokes, no no fucking around. I saw it. I saw <laughs> it happen. And she also had, uh, God, I forget what it's called, but it is essentially the, it is a spirit of someone who has dedicated their life to be a- It's a Congo warrior. Yeah. Yeah. It had dedicated its life to become a spiritual protector in the afterlife. And it was confined to this bottle that she had. And this specific one was a warrior from the Congo. And she said, this, this spirit she has in this bottle keeps all her dolls at bay. Like when they, when they get up and get, get to acting up like this, this warrior tones them down. Yeah. He's like the, the warden basically then. And she brought the bottle over to our doll and they did the EMF, and <clears throat> that that bottle was hitting about 50%, 60%, and ours was still at 100%, yeah. still still running heavy. And it was, it was like, just so, so fucking weird. It well, was so and, awesome. And then she she said that the, the doll is basically saying her name's Lucy. Oh, yeah. She's like, she's like, I don't know what you guys call her, but she's wanting me to call her Lucy. And she's like, and yeah, that's probably for Lucifer. And I'm like, well, that's weird, because... You used to have a dog named Lucy Fur. Cool. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a synchronicity there. Yeah. Hopefully it's just your your past dog. Yeah, the, the living in the doll. Yeah. No wonder they say don't feed her. 
But it was so fucking wild. And she was cool as hell. We're keeping in contact with her. I hope to have her on the show. I'd love to get her on here and just just let her talk about her experiences. Yeah, because, she said she would. Yeah. Well, so we got a couple people that anticipate we could get that a hold in of. the future. Um, who? I mean, we met so many, so many people. And we're not going to do the Owl Man this episode because we're already yeah. almost an hour deep. So yep. that'll, that'll be for a future date. But I just want to circle back around to uh, Ed and April. They were so awesome. Such wonderful hosts. Like, like they were like long lost friends. Ed, Ed, that dude, a wealth of knowledge. Oh, 100%. Even. He did a little conspiracy theory hour in there. And I went, me and Kyle both, we we left the table and went and sat and listened to Ed talk. And it was it was so awesome. I just love the way his mind works and the tangents he goes off on. And such a smart dude. I'd even, like like me and you talked about, we'd even like to have him come on the show and just, yes. just start talking about some of his personal Ed, experiences. Ed, you learn us some shit because you, you're... Like Steve said, you're a fucking sponge. Yeah, you like you you're able to rattle off dates and shit. And I'm just like, what? Like, how the fuck do you do this off the top of your head? He's in the Discord now, so come to the Discord yeah. and let let Ed blow your mind because yeah. everybody loves him. He he will he will he will learn you. Yeah, it's, it's stuff. so fucking cool. It like was, we got to go out to dinner with them. They they bought our dinner, which yeah. thank shout out to you guys for like you didn't have to do that. No. I just. I, it was it was so awesome. We were like so appreciative was, of how we were treated and yeah. how awesome everyone was, especially Ed and April. They're they are like family now. Oh, hundred percent. And like so I, cool. I still mean it. Like anything those two need, we're here. Uh, it was funny because April said we made Ed's day, we made Ed's year, and I'm like, I'm gonna tell you right now, Ed made our fucking weekend like <laughs> it was it was that so dude awesome. is fucking awesome he really is i feel like he's just an undervalued person and he you could tell he, he was in, so fucking he was cool. in his element when he first came over and talked to us because because ed and april uh, and their friends set all these things set all these things up so ed was going about making sure everybody was where they needed to be had what they needed had electricity had this had that had this had that and he was he was running around like uh like a man with his head cut off like he was all over the place but he came he came up to us and he was so excited that the weekend was here. He's like, he's like, it is my favorite place to be because I can just be my weird self. And that, that just resonated within my whole being. I'm like, you know what? People, people need this. People need a place where they can go and just be who they are and don't have to worry about anybody giving a shit. No. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And we, and we met the dude from, Edwardsville, who shared some experiences oh, yeah. with us, this, and this dude, he was he spent a whole bunch of time at the Bigfoot table right next to us, and he came over and he's like, "What are you guys about?" And I'm like, "We're we're all sorts into all sorts of stuff, paranormal, conspiracy, you name it. We got a little podcast we talk about." He's like, "Where are you from?" We're like, "Illinois." He's like, "Whereabouts?" And I'm like, "Around Alton." He's like, "Shit, I grew up in Edwardsville. I went to Edwardsville High School." Yeah. And I'm like, "What a fucking small world super fucking cool guy hella into bigfoot this yeah dude, and his wife's super into aliens yeah yeah they are two peas in the pod those, yeah it was awesome those man. two could not be more perfect for one another because they're they it was so cool talking to him about bigfoot especially on our home turf like he knew all the places we were talking about yep. we knew the places he was talking about um man we had another woman there that hosts another paranormal podcast i can't remember the name of it I think she added us on Facebook, but she came up and was talking to us and she lived out there in Missouri, but she, uh, also, uh, hosts the 
McPike Mansion tours on Alton. So that was another connection back home that we had there. And it was just so wild just to have all these connections with so many people at at just such an awesome event. It was. It was, like I said, it was, <clears throat> it was a lot more than we anticipated. We We didn't know what to really expect, but it was far more than anything. Hell, I mean, like I was telling Steve, I was like, there was a lady right across from us that, for the most part, looked like she wanted to stab us in our face. <laughs> and then... Kyle kept bringing it up. He's like, man, this lady just keeps mean mugging us. Yeah, I was like, man, she's, like, she's looking at me like she wants to cut my head off. I'm like, Kyle, maybe it's just like... Just the the face that she has. Like, some people just have have a uh, face that is hard to be per- personable with. You know yeah, what I mean? And like, then she... The last day, she starts talking to me like we're best friends. And I'm like, yeah, she's hey, like, she's really nice. <laughs> she's like, I can't believe I haven't introduced myself yeah. to, to you guys yet. And yeah, then that, super that nice formed a friend, another, another off-the-cuff friendship. And it, it was so bizarre. But like I said, literally everyone there was just beautiful people. Like, that's the best way to describe it. It was. It was awesome. They were fucking... Everybody was awesome. Everybody was awesome. And and we couldn't ask for any better host than in April. Oh, well, we got interviewed for another podcast. Yeah. Um... Man, I can't think of I can't think of the dude's name. Something, the podcast was I think it was something Boulevard. Oh, I'll look it up. Maybe we can pop it in the show notes. But he was interviewing all sorts of people. That he was he was putting a bunch of shows together, just taking fifteen minute interviews from everybody there, which was awesome. Super cool dude. Super good host. Just excellent, excellent time. Yeah, everything was awesome. It was it was it was phenomenal. It really was. Like I I hope that in the future we get to do another one. Oh yeah, I hope we get uh, invited back. Yeah, or even just if they're having one close, I will definitely swing in and just hang out for a little bit. Oh yeah, because it, it was like you said, April and Ed are fucking family now. Like oh, they really yeah. are. They didn't have to treat us the way they did, they, and it just—I don't know—it was awesome. They are. It was awesome. Gems of humanity. <laughs> Facts. Facts. And we didn't like before we went into this. We're like, we're gonna recap the convention, but we don't. Nobody's gonna want to sit here and listen to us talk about the convention for an hour. And then once we got started, here, we are here. We are in an hour. So talking of instead of the owl man, you got the convention. But yeah, just just to wrap it up, it was a phenomenal time. It really was. I highly, highly suggest anyone if you're able to go to their their setup, you should 100 percent do it. Don't think about it. Do it, even if even if you are highly skeptical, because like Kenneth believes in shit, but he also runs with the skeptical mind. And when he come back with that that iris reading, like Kenneth was fucking floored. He's like, they knew shit. There's no way, no fucking way they should have known that. You were out smoking whenever he, as soon as he got it done, he came back to our table and you were out smoking. He comes up to me and goes, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's it's yeah, wild because they were here, like bro. they were telling Kenneth medical history on his family sides. Yeah, and they were they were nailing it. He's yeah. like, how how would they even know? Like, yeah, I don't know. It was wild. And Ed had the iridology done too, and said it was it was just it was just hitting off the charts. Yeah, like the the numerology one would have been fascinating, but I think it had time blocks and it was pretty much soaked oh, yeah. up. So. Yeah, my my mom uh, drove down and she was going to get some done, but she said some of them were booked all the way all all the way to the end of the day. Yeah, like it was, there were so many people there like that. 
There was, was a lot of that people. That was wild. Hell, the, there were so many people, it generated such a buzz, the news crew started coming two out. Two of them. Two yeah. different news crews were How out. How fucking cool is that? So And it was, so I think awesome. it's they, what they say is their second convention ever. Yeah. Yeah, I think she said the first time they had about 40, 40 vendors set up the first year, which was last year, I believe. Granted, all the COVID shit was going on and all yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. She said this year they had 84 vendors. They over doubled yeah. just the people that were set up at the convention. It's worth it. And it's once, 100% Once they opened it. the doors that Friday night, because you had a little four-hour block Friday night, everybody got everybody got to come in, and one, the line was just, just stacked, man. People were excited yeah, about it. it was cool. Like I said, the very least, if they have them a little bit closer to home, even if we don't get invited, I'll swing in for sure. Oh, yeah. Me and Steve will definitely hit it up and check shit out, hang out with April and Ed, and... And just see some new, see some, some new yeah. friends. Yeah, probably do some more, some more different readings and stuff like that. Yeah. So, that is the recap of the Kansas City Spirit and Paranormal Convention. Excellent time, wonderful people. Ed and April were the the best hope hosts we could have possibly hoped for, and it was just all around an awesome time. So, with that being said. Thanks for hanging out with us. Check us out at all our socials. Stay safe. Stay weird. And get yourself to the 2023 Spirit and Paranormal Convention.